Hi, this is Lisa Hazard with We're All Psychic. So today I want to do an introduction to divination. Today is Saturday, the 26th of September. So what is divination, if you don't know? Divination is trying to figure out what is going to happen in the future using tools or not using tools, just knowing. So that's a real simple, simple summary of what divination is. And for me, it's also about looking into the deeper sides of situations, not necessarily the future, but what's right now and what was in the past. So you can look future, present, past with divination. You can help people with divination by helping them understand what happened in the past that's influencing now, what's happening now, that's influencing the future, and how the future might turn out. Divination, well, it comes down to a belief, I think, for each one of us who use divination in any way. But for me, I think we all have choice. I think we can change things. And I think with these tools for divination, that's one way we can change things. By change things, I mean change our futures. When people go to a psychic reader, they are going for divination usually. They want to know what they should do. They want to know what's going to happen. They want to know what steps they can take to change what might happen if it's not what they want. They want more power over their lives, and they feel that a psychic might be able to give them insights that they might not have thought of or that their friends don't know. And they can also talk to a psychic about things they can't tell other people. And then the psychic will most likely try to help them understand their decisions, understand who they are better, show them their good qualities. A lot of people come to psychics for love readings. Where will this love go? And it always comes down to the people involved, where it goes. But the cards, divination tools, like tarot cards, can help people figure themselves out help figure out their relationships, help figure out if they do want to stay with this person, even with this outcome <laughs> being a possibility, if it's a bad one. Um, career readings, people like to know about their career. I'm one of those. I usually get a career reading. I talk to a lot of psychics here and there, and I love getting readings. They're just so enlightening, and they feel so good most of the time. What kinds of divination are there? What types? Well, you can do it with tools, like I've mentioned. Tarot cards are a tool. You can use crystals. If you know the meanings of crystals, you can pull them out of a bag. You can throw them on a crystal board. You can use runes. Those are Viking runes. They have, uh, well, they, are, they have runes on them. <laughs> the runes have runes on them. You may have seen those if you don't know about them. You may have seen them in anything related Viking. Uh, that's where supposedly the runes came from. I think they have some history in Celtic religions too, or divination in particular. Better back check that one. <laughs> and there's also tea leaves. I know everybody probably heard of tea leaves um, looking in the bottom of a cup after you drink your tea and uh, looking at the tea leaves to find something out. And then there's the bones. And I just mentioned that because they read the bones in Willow, and I love Willow. I don't know how she reads those bones. No, I can't help you there. <laughs> Some people can use herbs to divinate. And 
a lot of people I know do this. They are scryers. C-R-Y. Scry. C-S-C-R-Y. Scry. Scrying. And uh, it's when you look at something and see something in it, like a picture. A lot of people like to scry photographs, pictures, and see what they see about a person and what's going to happen to them, possibly. I know quite a few people are very good at this, scrying. And if you have ever seen the crystal ball, you know, the, the eternally stamped psychic crystal ball, that's for scrying. A psychic will look into a crystal ball, they might see something. And they would tell whoever they wanted, unless it was just for them, and they might write it down. But you see things that aren't there, but are there. And there's pendulums. Pendulum is usually a vocal cut crystal. I hope I'm pronouncing vocal. I've only read that word. I hope I pronounced it right. But it's like a really certain cut, cut a certain way. And I just got one the other day and I'm very excited about it. I'm going to make a pendulum. But um, they are kind of interesting to use. I recommend to a lot of people starting out to use a pendulum because it's just yes, no, maybe pretty much. And uh, you'll see a rock. So it doesn't always have to be a vocal. It can be any kind of heavy object on a chain. You can do it with anything. And you will hold it and let it, you ask it questions and it swings yes or no. There's more to it than that, but that's the basic thing. Oh, goodness. And there's also just clairvoyance or clairsentience, just knowing. This is where you would call if you're looking up a psychic and it says no tools or intuitive or, you know, doesn't mention cards or anything. These are people who just get the information or can see it or whatever. They don't need the tools. So how do the tools work if you don't need them sometimes? It's different for everybody. I think if you start to work with divination, I would recommend starting with tools and then see how you do without them after that. If you've always done it all your life, I guess you don't want to change uh, directions. <laughs> but the way I think divination works is that we each have deep in us the knowledge already. Somehow, somewhere, some something, it could be explained in a lot of ways. It could be explained saying, well, you're very observant even if you don't know you are. And every sense is picking up information. Your smell, you're feeling the air, you're feeling uh, your own emotions, you're hearing things all the time that you might not be consciously aware of. You're looking around a room, you're seeing everything in it. You're seeing a person move around, you're seeing this, you're hearing the fluctuating voice on a phone, for example, if I were doing a phone reading. So you could say that we have all this information and the tools like tarot cards will just pull it out of us and we can identify with that card. That card is that feeling that I was having that I couldn't identify. Oh, this card's unexpected, you know, stuff like that. That's one way to look at it. Another way is that we do have clairsentience, clairvoyance, energy working with us all the time and maybe that's picking up the information. Maybe it's not our eyeballs or just our eyeballs and just our ears and just our flesh and just our smell. And it could be that there is an energetic field or quality to the way divination works. I don't want to leave out omens for divination. Now, some people look for omens, and we discussed this in the Spirit Animals podcast with Misty. Um, like, an omen might be those 15 crows I saw fly right past us when we went to check out a house. A lot of people like to count crows as an omen. Some people will see a certain sunset, and it might be an omen. 
in Lord of the Rings, Legolas sees a sunrise, and it was a red sunrise. And he says, blood has been spilt on this night. And it had. So he divined from the color of the sky, an omen. Probably the most common type of divination I can think of is dreaming. I know a lot of people who examine their dreams. I know a lot of people who look up the meanings of things in their dreams and dictionaries and online. Dream dictionaries, that is. And um, they can find something out about their future that way or tell people about their dreams. Go to someone who does do dream interpretation. And one way you can do it yourself is definitely look up in meanings online. But you can relate anything in your dream, examine it. If it's a pillow, say there's a pillow on the bed and a cat jumped on it. What color was the pillow? What shape was it? Was it did it have a pillowcase? All this stuff really matters. If you break it down to what you looked at or saw or felt or anything in the dream, you might find associations with parts of your waking life. So that's one like short kind of way you can start interpreting your own dreams. Go down to the nitty-gritty details so you can remember and see where they come from. Where, where, where did that come from? From my past or what? What do I feel about that purple pillowcase? <laughs> what was that cat all about? Was it my cat? Was it someone else's cat? So dreams are a really good place to start too. And most people do have dreams that tell them everything they need to know. And some people have prophetic dreams, which is divination too. Prophecy. How accurate is divination? So a lot of people want to know that before they get a reading. Are you good? It's like, I don't know if I'm good. I guess it matters on what some other people think. <laughs> you know, or uh, does every psychic read the same way? Do they see the same things? Most people who go to psychics will get an opinion from a few different psychics before, or, you know, divination from a few different psychics before they'll kind of settle on a direction to take. And um, for me personally... It's going to be more accurate if I have a connection with the person I'm reading with. This can happen right away. It can take a few minutes. It can take half an hour. But as soon as I build a connection with someone, I feel like I can help them. And then I feel like the information is more accessible to, for me to find out for them. And we also have to consider the different personalities that come to see a psychic or different personalities who are getting a reading. They may have different meanings for words. I know that's really down to the nitty gritty, but basically, like, we all have different meanings for every word in our minds, in our hearts. You know, I might say cat, and I think, oh, cat. And you might hear cat and be like, oh, cat. So <laughs> it might not be when, when I'm communicating with someone during a reading or if you're doing divination for somebody. What you say, they may have a different meaning for all together in some way. So if I were to do a reading and he loves you, but he's insecure. So somebody might hear that and say, he's insecure, I can help that. Some people might hear he's insecure and think he is weak. Some people might hear insecure and think he's immature. So everyone has a different association with words we already have, a, bit, a pretty general meaning for that we all agree on. Um, also, what I really want to point out about how accurate divination is, is that things can change. I do believe this. I believe we can change anything. So if we were to get a psychic or ourselves do our own divination and see something coming that we don't really like, I believe we can take steps to change that. And those tools that we use for divination 
we can also use to find other options and other solutions to hopefully avoid any fates we don't want. I think all of us are different as far as how well we can divinate a situation. And it, a lot of it comes down to our own personal experiences. It's really hard to separate me from the reading I'm giving to someone else with my past and my history. But I usually will ask my guides to help me and anyone else who wants to help their guides if they're meaning well, <laughs> and they usually are, they always are. It can also depend on the what the reader wants out of a reading as to how accurate divination might be for somebody. So if you go to a psychic and they tell you things, hmm, there's some, there's some shady people out there. They might do something like, oh, you have a curse. It's going to take $2,000 and you're going to have to come back every week for on Thursday at 4 o'clock for me to do something, blah, blah, blah. And then you'll have to come pay more because it's really hard curse to remove. That's kind of common uh, like thing for scammers to do and scare people. Most genuine readers or divinators will not uh, scare you. <laughs> That's not what they want to do, I don't think. So maybe people like that, uh, they may have psychic gifts and they may be using them, but they would be out for themselves and their own interests. So their divination might not be as accurate if they don't want it to be. <laughs> what is the point of divination? If there are people who scam like that, and how would you know the difference? What's the point of even going when you don't know what's going to happen? I think that's why people try out a lot of different psychics for finding out what's going to happen to them and finding advice and finding understanding and connection. But why do it? Because we can change things. Because we can change bad outcomes. And also, we can understand other people better. I do readings for myself quite a bit, and I want to know what's happening. I want to understand. I want to understand. I didn't used to be able to do readings for myself, but now I'm getting better at it because I kept doing it. <laughs> so that's where I want to lead to how to begin divining yourself if you haven't been doing it already with conscious knowledge on purpose, because I think you've already been divinating, all of you through dreams, through hunches, through good guesses, gambling, having great luck, stuff like that. So how would you start if you wanted to focus in and say, I want to know about how my future is going to turn out after school, say college or something. And uh, you could begin, say, with a pendulum, which I explained in the beginning of this podcast. It's the usually a rock on the end of a chain. So What's going to happen? What should, should, I, should I do this? Should I do that? So you could ask the pendulum, what am I going to do when I get out of, out of college? Will it be what I want to do? And the pendulum might say yes or no. And then you'd say, well, if it's no, then what will I be doing? You can't ask a pendulum a what will I be doing question. Maybe you can, but it's not usually how it works. And then you might want to get a tarot card, and you can flip out a tarot card. And then if you haven't memorized tarot card meanings, you can just look it up and try to figure out how it fits. A lot of it is reasoning and rationalization into how the two of pentacles means anything regarding college. <laughs> There's a lot of great material out on the internet where you can find all kinds of meanings. But as you practice, which is the most important part, practicing, you will build up confidence and you will see patterns in whatever tools you decide to use. You'll understand the patterns better the more you use them. And definitely, if you have friends or family who are interested in 
doing this with you or letting you experiment on them, oh, go for it. And keep a journal. I recommend if you're starting out or anytime, keep a journal on it and look back at that journal. See how accurate, accurate you were. See where you went right, where you were wrong. See what personal thing inside of you blocked you from the real outcome or examine if something changed the outcome. But you know, what's interesting is pretty much anything can be used as a divination tool. It's, you know, I was looking at my, one of my scarves a couple nights ago when I was working on the Everclear app waiting for a call. And the scarf has little sequins, it's gold, has a little gold flowers, mostly black, but I was looking at this one flower. And I said, I wonder if I can divinate with that. And I said, okay, let's play the top of the flower is someone's head, the bottom of the flower is someone's body, the left side of the flower is their, their aura, the right side is their intuition, and the center is a heart. That's kind of like a tarot spread. And that's one I do a lot. So I would look at that flower I did that night. I looked at it and looked at it and looked at it and asked a question. And I felt like I got real good answers. So you can do lots of stuff with divination. You can scry anything. You can find answers anywhere. You just make, them, make up whatever tools you want to use. Maybe you really like being in the bathtub, taking a long soaking bath. So you can sit in the bathtub and look at the bubbles. It's kind of like looking at clouds. What do you see in the clouds? What do you see in the bubbles if you take a bubble bath? <laughs> If you don't take a bubble bath, what do you see in your toes? What do you see in your palms? Oh, I forgot about palmistry. That's one of my favorites. That's what I started with was palmistry. And how can we forget astrology? Oof, missed some big ones there, didn't I? So those are other, other glorious and fun aspects to go into. Now with astrology and palmistry, there's really more of a roadmap and it's long and it's, it's a map of the, the whole world pretty much. There's a lot to each of them. I haven't really delved into astrology very much. I know some basics. And palmistry, there's just, it's a lot of memorization and common sense and, and also intuition. But with those two in particular, I feel like most people could memorize and take those memorized, just like with cards, but cards have a, hmm, you have to put them together. With palmistry, for example, if you know your hand, the lines of your hands and the names of them and a few common threads, you can probably read most people's palms. And same with astrology. If you know some astrology, you can look up what their ascendant is and explain that to somebody or to yourself. Your ascendant, from what I know in astrology, is kind of like your personality and your moon now, what I'm talking about is when you have a birth chart, you're, you have a planet in, in, in all these constellations. That's how astrology works, if you don't know. So, like, if you have a moon in Capricorn, like I do, that would be more of, like, my inner self. And then your sun sign would be, like, they call it ego. You know, it's like who you really are. There's a lot of who you really are is in astrology. There's a lot of aspects of who we really are, though, isn't there? Just like palmistry. But, you know, if you, if you are doubtful, maybe go out and look at some clouds and see what you see and see if they have any meaning for you, the shapes and the figures you see. Or look in a candle flame. Stare into a candle and blank your mind and see if it whispers anything to you. Some people think divination is dangerous. Do you think divination is dangerous if, if you think it's a thing? And do I believe we all can divinate? Yes, I do. I think we can all do divination every single one of us. 
And I think we're doing it all the time, maybe not consciously, which I said in the beginning of this podcast. Yes, we can see our futures. Yes, we can know our futures. Why not? What's holding us back? Time, the concept of time, the concept of not knowing, not possibly knowing anything that we don't already know, that very concept might hold us back from knowing. But we might still be divinating and doing divination all the time, even though we don't really believe in it or think it's a thing or our construct in our mind says time goes from past to present to future period. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of its perspective. And the wonderful thing that I find about doing any kind of psychic work is, and, and with divination is that different perspective. Oh, I love a new perspective. I love to see something a new way. A lot of people like to see things a new way instead of the same thing they've always been thinking about. And a good way we all can look at things a different way is to use divination or use divination tools. If you think it's dangerous, of course, you know, you don't have to. I'm not asking you to do something you think is dangerous if you think divination is dangerous. But maybe read about it some. Study it on your own. See what it's about. And for those of you who do divination, and uh, those of you who do divination for yourself, for your friends, or even professionally, I'd love to hear from any of you about what you think divination is all about. Why you do it. What's the point? Do you agree with some of the things I said, or do you have your own ideas about how it works? I would love to hear from you all. You can email me at lisa, L-I-S-A, at wearealllpsychic.com, or you can check out the website, www.wearealllpsychic.com. I have a forum on there, and I have added a couple topics regarding the other, a couple other podcasts. And I will add a new one, I think, for divination on the forum. So... I would love for you to visit if you don't want to email and tell me your thoughts. I totally understand. But if you'd like to stop in on the forum anytime, please do. And please let me know your thoughts. I want to hear you. I want to hear from you. I want to know. Oh, I'm supposed to already know? Oh, maybe I'll pull a card on that too. Thank you for listening. This is Lisa. Have a great night.